Aircon. Off. Anti-collision light. On. Fuel pump switches. On. Dasher. On. Dancer. On. <laughs> Prancer and Vixen. On. Comet. On. Cupid. On. Donna and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Dash away, dash away, dash away all. Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. This Christmas, Moloquai. Thank you, Golf Tango India. Continue as cleared. Golf Tango India, continue as cleared. Thank you, Oceanic, and Merry Christmas. I'm a Shinto Buddhist. And may you be a merry one. <laughs> ah, Arthur's awoken. Brace yourself. What for? Oh, is this the first time you've flown with Arthur on Christmas morning? Get dressed you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. For it is Christmas, 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 Christmas Day. It's Christmas, 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 Christmas Day. It is Christmas Day, Christmas Day. It is Christmas Day. Are you finished? Not necessarily. I know other verses. No, you don't. <laughs> don't even know that one. With respect, Skip, I absolutely do know that one. It goes, get dressed, you merry gentlemen. No, no, it doesn't. It's not get dressed, it's God rest. God rest, you merry gentlemen. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why would you be telling them to get dressed? Because it's Christmas. What, so they're naked? <laughs> no, they're in bed. It's saying, come on, merry gentlemen, it's Christmas. Up and at them, get dressed, let's do our stockings. It's God rest. Well, that makes no sense. <laughs> God rest, you merry gentlemen. What's a God rest? Somewhere to put your God. God rest, you merry gentlemen. It's God rest, you merry gentlemen. Well, that makes no sense either. Actually, it's neither. It's God rest, you merry gentlemen. As in, happy Christmas, gentlemen. I hope God gives you a restful and merry one and doesn't accidentally shut you in a flying cupboard with a pair of idiots. <laughs> oh, cheer up, Douglas. We'll be back in Tokyo in no time, and then we've got the rest of Christmas off. What are you going to do? Go back to the hotel, a bit of sleep, ring my daughter, and then go out and ingest a quite heroic quantity of festive sushi. How about you, Skip? I don't know. I'd probably sit by the pool, read a book. Oh, Skip, that's not very Christmassy. Well, I'm not that big on Christmas. Well, if you change your mind, you're both welcome to join Mum and me. We found this brilliant Japanese restaurant called the Auspicious Pig and Whistle Old England-style Happy Pub. <laughs> And we're having turkey and Christmas pudding and presents and carols and stockings and silly hats and mulled wine. All quite low-key, then, is it? <laughs> Ooh! Bing-bong merrily on high <laughs> in heaven. The phone is ringing. Hello, Captain Grief. Martin, Tokyo calling. Merry Christmas. Peace on Earth and goodwill to all men, even pilots. How is Hong Kong? Are you all right, Carolyn? Perfectly, thank you. But more importantly, are you all right? You sleep well? Nice and well rested, are you? Martin, don't. Yes, thanks. I it's don't. a trap. Good. Now <laughs> so then, my festive flyers. You remember that friendly little chat we had about working at Christmas? No, I don't. I remember an enormous argument when you announced that you'd booked us to fly Japanese golfers back and forth all through Christmas week without asking us. Well, I'm sorry, but Christmas wasn't on the wall chart. Christmas was on the wall chart. It was written on the wall chart by the makers of the wall chart. <laughs> 
And I remember us finally very graciously agreeing to do it on the strict understanding that our last Hong Kong run would be on Christmas morning and we'd be back in Tokyo with the rest of the day to ourselves by midday precisely. Yes, well, I'd like to propose a very minor tweak to that arrangement by which you can still get back into Tokyo at noon. Yes. And there you pick up me and a Russian yacht broker and fly us on to Hawaii. Hawaii? Mm, the island of Molokai, to be precise, which Mr. Alyakin either owns a beach resort on or quite possibly just owns. It's not entirely clear. <laughs> so you want us to spend another seven hours of Christmas Day in an aeroplane? Look. This is in all our best interests. Mr. Alyakin is a huge charter firm user, and if we can get on his list, then our ridiculous business, the survival of which is already as astonishing as when you go into a motorway service station and see they've still got a wimpy, <laughs> might just continue into the new year. But, but, Mum, what about our Christmas? At the auspicious pig and whistle? With turkey and pudding and stockings and a tree and mulled wine. Yes, don't worry, we'll still do all that, but in sunny Hawaii. It'll be exactly the same, but with less sake and more hula. <laughs> OK. Oh, and Arthur, this is a very important client, so we'll be giving him our very best customer service, OK? Absolutely, Mum, I'll pull out all the stops. Uh, no, 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 our very best customer service. Oh, right. I'll hide in the galley and let you do everything. <laughs> Post-ruddy take-off checks grudgingly completed, Captain, by a first officer who should, by all natural laws, be just tucking into his seventh Hosomaki. Thank you, Douglas. I'm sure they'll have sushi somewhere in Molokai. I'm sure they won't. They'll have chicken Santa burgers. <laughs> and pretzels. So, so 12 plus 7 is 19, and 19 o'clock is... Don't tell me... One o'clock is 13, two o'clock is 14, three o'clock is 15. Seven o'clock, Arthur. Oh, okay, so we, we still get Christmas evening. Plus the five hour time difference. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, sorry. No, I, I don't really mind. We'll just have our Christmas unboxing day. That's, that'll be almost as good, pretty much, nearly as good in some ways. Anyway, I'm, I'm not all that bothered about Christmas. I think it's been over commercialised. <laughs> do you? Yes, I do. That's an interesting opinion. It's one I've long held. <laughs> what does over-commercialise mean? It means it's too much, um, it's over... It used to be under. <laughs> I don't know, Terry on the fire crew said it and it sounded really grown up. I love Christmas, it's my equal favourite time of year with my birthday, summer, Easter, Mum's birthday and Lent. Oh, cheer up, it'll be round again before you know it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Doesn't really matter. Excuse me, chaps. I'm, I'm just going to sit in the galley for a bit. You better not pout. You better not cry. <laughs> Douglas? Hmm? I was just thinking about poor old Arthur. Missing out on his big Christmas, you know, his turkey pudding presents and silly hats and so on. Hmm? Yes, well, I, I, I was just thinking, if, if we wanted, we could probably sort of do some of those things here, couldn't we, in the flight deck? I thought you said you were glad to be missing Christmas. Oh, I am. No, completely. But, um, but for Arthur's sake... And how do you propose to cook a turkey dinner at 35,000 feet? <laughs> Dunno, but we think of something, and the others seem quite doable. Of that list, as far as I can see, all we've got are hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not very silly ones. Yours is quite silly. 
Well, I keep telling you, I didn't ask for extra. It's just the standard amount of gold braid they put on a captain's hat. In the Democratic Republic of Congo. <laughs> well, anyway, what do you think? Fancy a uh, flight deck Christmas? I think it's an utterly stupid idea for two reasons, one of which is obvious, and the other of which is that Arthur is 29 years old. <laughs> Pass the time, though. Oh, go on, then. Arthur, can you step into the flight deck? So, what exactly is it your company does, Mr. Aljachin? We sell yachts. Oh, what sort of yachts? Massive yachts. <laughs> to whom? To people who do not have massive yachts. <laughs> or, more often, to people who do have massive yachts, but who would now like another yacht even more massive. Or newer. Or less sunken. And you use a lot of private air travel? Every spring we are more or less constantly flying clients out to Antibes. Well, I do hope this spring you'll consider MJN Air. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are very good to support your employers, but my clients, they expect a little more than, you know, a minibus with wings. Well, actually, I am the CEO of this company. Really? but also the stewardess. For our most important clients, yes. Mm. This is perhaps one small thing in your favor. Most of the firms we use, the stewardesses are very young, very beautiful, and the clients, of course, they like this, but sometimes it causes <laughs> problems. You, I think, would not cause these problems. <laughs> no. No. You are more like uh, old babushka. Am I really? You know this world, uh, Babushka. Yes, yes, I do. Thank you. Yes, it's not really a compliment. No. <laughs> so will you, will you consider us? No. But Seriously, no. No. What wines do you have? Well, I gave you the wine list earlier. Yes, I read that. It was very funny. <laughs> what wines do you have? Those are our wines. Oh, very well. Luckily, I did a little bit of shopping in Tokyo. Serve me this, please, babushka. Yes, Arthur, but aircraft don't have chimneys. Why not? Shall we move on? <laughs> Next, presents. Well, I've got you all presents, but they're in the hold. Oh, we could do a secret Santa. Oh, great. I write each of our names on four slips of paper. Now we all take one. Mine says Martin. And we don't say who we've got. <laughs> I bet they all say Martin. <laughs> no, they don't. And now we think of a present for whoever we've got. Like what? Anything. For instance, you could give your person whoever he might be. First crack at the cheese tray for a month. <laughs> or do the walk round for him next time it rains. Or simply pay him a nice compliment about what a fine commanding officer This can be Carolyn's slip. <laughs> give me another one. Douglas, what are you doing in the galley? Searching for turkey. Well, I think there's an old chicken sandwich in the door of the fridge. Aha! Oh, by the way, I'm supposed to tell you we're having a secret Santa. What fresh hell is this? <laughs> One of those things where you're given a slip with someone's name on it and you get them a present. You got Martin. Look, tell him I'm sorry, but I just don't have time. To... Oh, unless... Does he like... Red wine. Martin, I think so, yes. Fine, I'll give him this then. Mr. Aljachin just gave me this bottle to serve him. It's nothing too special, is it? Oh, the truce 2005. 
That's rather nice, actually. Oh, well, it's Martin's lucky day, then. And what are you planning to serve Mr. Aliakin? Oh, what do you think? The same wine box Chateau Gatwick we give everyone. <laughs> what happened to our very best customer service? Well, firstly, everyone's palate is shot at 35,000 feet, and he'll never notice. And secondly, he calls me Babushka. <laughs> and yet he lives. <laughs> Mm, now, what about a tree? Any ideas? Mm. If we had a bush, we could put it on a stick. <laughs> Any ideas that don't rely on us having a bush? Gentlemen, I have in my hand a chicken sandwich. Oh, well done, Douglas. So we just need to fish the bits of chicken out and, I don't know, somehow make them a bit more like turkey. How do we do that? Uh, can we make them drier and sort of not as nice tasting? <laughs> but in a good way. Certainly we can. Leave it to me. Next, Christmas pudding. How on earth are we going to do that? Well, I suppose it's basically just a cake with dried fruit and cream on top. And brandy poured over it and set fire to it. You realise that might be a tallish order in an aircraft flight deck? All right, I'll let you off that one. But I will check my coat pockets for chocolate raisins. Hooray! <laughs> How are you finding your wine, Mr. Aljachin? Mm, superb. So glad. Now... Listen, I admit we may not be the fastest or slickest aircraft in the skies. I think you more or less lost that race when the Wright brothers took off. <laughs> but it's owned and run by someone who will fight harder for your money. And not only that, but will fight for much, much less of it. This much less. Ah, now that is very interesting argument, but could you really handle three or four flights a month from us? Certainly. I mean, I won't pretend we're not a small company, but... Uh, that in itself is not a problem. I mean, so long as there's a crew and a relief crew, theoretically, even if you employ just four pilots, we would consider you. Oh, interesting. How many do you employ? Well, <laughs> as it happens, the bare minimum of, as you say, four. <laughs> yes, you see, the danger with really tiny firms is you tend to cut corners and bend rules just to survive, and this leads to little problems. Oh, not us, though. Absolutely not. We are sticklers at MJN. We stickle. <laughs> well, let me ring my CFO, and we shall see. Drivers, I'm bringing... Why does it smell of chicken in here? Because Douglas has hung strips of chicken all over the air conditioning ducts. <laughs> Why on earth? Not no. Arthur. Douglas. Oh, good Lord, it's catching. <laughs> and what are you doing, Martin? I am, for the benefit of your son, shelling these chocolate raisins. Shelling them? Yes, there's no chocolate in a Christmas pudding. So I'm rolling them between finger and thumb until the chocolate crumbles off. Of course you are. Well, if I could just ask you to pack away your various charming handicrafts for now, I'm bringing Mr. Aljachin up to use the satcom. So, Arthur... Get in the locker. The locker? Mum, can't I just hide in the galley? He has to come through the galley to get to the flight deck, idiot. Well, I won't say anything to him. I'll just be like, you know, the man in the galley, OK? No, it's not OK. When a very wealthy businessman hires a private plane, he doesn't assume it'll come with a man in the galley. <laughs> now, get in the locker. Fine. Back in a minute, and you two try to look like pilots, you know, real pilots. Martin, mm. while Arthur's shut away in a small tin cupboard, can I ask you, in the secret Santa, did you happen to get me? Well, I, I don't think I should tell you, should I? 
Not if you're upholding the strictest principles of santally secretiveness, no. But just between us? Yes, as it happens, I did. Excellent. Can I swap with you? But then you'd get you. I know. Why, why would you want yourself? Well, call it a harmless whim. This is a scheme, isn't it? A scheme? Me? On Christmas Day? <laughs> what sort of a person do you take me for? What are you after this time? Oh, nothing that would interest you. Will you swap, then? Who have you got? Arthur. Oh, I could give him a stocking. Okay, then. Thank you. Now, do you have an orange on you? An orange. Orange. Let me just check my citrus pocket. No. And my emergency citrus pocket? Yes, all right. Why do you want one? Well, there's always an orange in a Christmas stocking and chocolate coins and a sugar mouse. Everyone knows that. I see. This is definitely all still for Arthur's benefit, is it? Yes. Just checking. How are you going to make chocolate coins? Well, I've the chocolate I peeled off the raisins. <laughs> I just need to put it on some coins. Mr. Aliachin, this is Captain Creef. Pleased to meet you. And you, though actually... I'm the captain. Are you? Yes. I'm sorry, I thought you were the... What do you call him? Captain's little helper? No, I... <laughs> I am the captain. He doesn't look like a captain. I fear our clients would not be impressed. Perhaps when welcoming them aboard, this one could wear the captain's hat. No, he couldn't. Sorry, no. No, I agree. You see, Captain Creef here has assiduously built up his neck muscles by constant wearing of that hat. <laughs> Whereas I fear the sheer weight of gold braid would snap mine like a dry twig. What does your other captain look like? Other captain? I'm the captain. Out of the two of you, yes. But obviously we have other pilots at MJN Air. Do we? Yes, of course. <laughs> Remind me, if you would, of the names of the others. Well, there's, uh, there's Nigel and, um, and Noel. Noel? Christmassy name? Yes. <laughs> yes, he was born on Christmas Day. Oh, really? I never knew that about old Noel. Well, now you do. Is that why he didn't have to fly today? Because it's his birthday? No. He doesn't have to fly today, like Nigel, because they're senior to you two and get to pick their trips first. And because they're so much better. Oh, I see. Is that why you're stewardessing today as well? Rather than our usual stewardesses, Holly and <laughs> Ivy and... <laughs> Carol and Merry Christmas. Yes, and Bert. Yes, dear old Bert, the stewardess. 86 today and still less grumpy than certain of his colleagues. 86 today, did you say? That's right, he shares a birthday with Noel. And the little baby Jesus. Mr. Aliachin, the SATCOM. Uh, thank you, thank you. <coughs> Hello. André. Dada, Oh, uh, by the way, Carolyn, uh, sorry to bother you, but I've just realised I've got myself in the secret Santa. Can I swap with you? What? Yes, yes, for all I care. Oh, no, 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 wait. I was going to give Martin that wine. Sir? Well, I can't give it to you, can I? You don't drink. Oh, don't worry. I have friends who drink. I'll pass it on. Oh, all right, then. Here's the slip. Okay, <clears throat> I have finished. Babushka, let us return. Babushka? Say nothing. <laughs> so, your scheme, then? Yes? Was to get hold of that bottle of wine? 
Yes. Expensive bottle of wine, is it? Oh, yes. Really expensive? Yep. Hundreds of pounds. Couple of thousand, probably. You're going to sell it? Certainly am. Don't feel bad for Carolyn. She nicked it in the first place. Christmas really brings out the best in you, doesn't it? Er, Chet? Can I come out yet? Oh, God, sorry, Arthur. Yes, of course. Oh, that's better. Um, whose is this umbrella? I'm afraid I might have stood on it a oh, bit. Arthur, that's mine and it's new. Sorry, Skip. Still, it is a green umbrella. Yes, so? Christmas tree! <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Just like the carol, deck the halls with Martin's brawling. Godless. Fa-la-la-la-la. <laughs> I am sorry, Babushka. I don't think it will work. You, I like. And I believe I can see how we could sell your terrible aircraft as retro experience. But your captain, he does not inspire confidence. I'm afraid he looks to me like exactly the sort of rule-bending chance taker I was talking about. What? Martin? You're rejecting us because you think Martin might not be enough of a stickler? Right. Come with me. Oh, it's beautiful. Right. Who wants to put the star on top? I'm bringing him back. Arthur, in your locker. I'm going, I'm going. Come on through. Gentlemen, sorry to interrupt again. Good Lord, what is that? Nothing, just an umbrella. It's drying off. You've decorated it? No, no, we've just dropped things on it. <laughs> Strategically. And you, what are you covered in? Me? Oh, oh yes, I, I may have got a bit of uh, chocolatey stuff. Why? Well, just a snack. Keep the blood sugar level up. It's a long way from Hong Kong to Hawaii. Martin. From Tokyo. Yeah, but we started in Hong Kong. Oh, God. Do you mean to tell me that before you flew me from Tokyo to Molokai, you flew from Hong Kong to Tokyo? No. No, you didn't? No, I didn't mean to tell you that. <laughs> then how can you possibly still be within your legal hours? I'm sorry, Babushka, but this is precisely the sort of dangerous corner cutting I was afraid of. Uh, sort of... if I may... Before you go any further, there's someone I think you should meet. Mr. Aliakin, this is Noel. <laughs> say hello, Noel. Hello, I'm... But no need to say anything else. <laughs> Noel is our relief pilot, who has been swapping in and out with both of us throughout the two sectors, thus extending our duty hours in the CAA-approved manner. Haven't you, Noel? Yes, I... That'll do. <laughs> but... Why has he been hiding in locker? Well, because, as you know, today's his birthday. <laughs> and we're organizing a surprise birthday party for him. I see. And I suppose that explains the chocolate and decorations. Oh, so it does. I mean, <laughs> yes, it does. After landing checks complete and on stand at seven minutes to midnight, precisely. Arthur, we're ready. In you come. OK, Arthur, your seven-minute Christmas starts now. Hooray! <coughs> Where did you get that from? Oh, I always carry one of these. You never know. <laughs> and off we go. Tree, look. It's beautiful. It's a green umbrella with little milk buckets stapled to it. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Decorations, ta-da! Wow, I've never seen so many of the warning lights on before. Yes. <laughs> Yes, this is what happens if you tell a plane it's flying when it's actually parked. <laughs> Poor old Gertie would like us to know she's flying considerably too close to the ground and infinitely too slowly. <laughs> Turkey, direct from the aircon carvery. Here you go. Oh, 
Lovely. Seconds? Oh, why not? It's Christmas. Christmas pudding. Now, the trick here is it's a bit like a tequila slammer. You take a raisin, dip it in custard cream crumbs, and then knock it back with coffee creamer. Ready? Ready. Go! <coughs> oh, oh, lovely. Success, my little Christmas elves. Mr. Alyakin has agreed to give us a trial run in the new year. Carolyn, great. You're just in time for presents. Well, why are we doing it now? Because for the next four minutes, it's still Christmas. But... Carolyn, you first. Oh, well, yours is the wine, Douglas. Shall I get it for you? No time. Douglas, what did you get for Carolyn? You remember 20 minutes ago when I brilliantly and single-handedly saved your bacon with the yacht broker? Yes. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> My turn, my turn. This is for you, Martin. It's one of just a couple of things you missed off the list, you see. A silly hat. Oh, goodness. Is that my hat? Yes, but made silly. Sillier. How is all that staying on? Well, I've used a sort of framework of dry spaghetti mm -hmm. to hold up the... The cook's spaghetti, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Arthur. It's just what I um, least expected. <laughs> now then, this is for you. Oh, an extra sock. Brilliant. Now I'll always have a pair, even when one's in the wash. The sock's not the present, it's a stocking. Oh, wow! Thank you, Skip! Oh, what have we got? Um, an orange tic-tac? It's the closest I could get. A sugar sachet with the, a rabbit drawn on it? It's a mouse. It's a sugar mouse. Right, yep. Uh, and some five peas that, um, with... What's happened to the five because peas? Because of the chocolate! <laughs> They're chocolate coins. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. And midnight. Oh, well... Thank you, chaps. Best Christmas ever. Really? You did spend a fair amount of it in a tin box. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, well, best this year, anyway. Not necessarily. What about next Christmas? Well, be next year. Interestingly, no. You see, I have a little extra present for you, Arthur. And that is the information which, of course, as a professional pilot, Martin will hardly have forgotten, that as you fly from Tokyo to Hawaii, you pass over a thing called the International Date Line. Oh! <laughs> At which point you put the clocks back 24 hours. In a way, that makes this 12.01 on Christmas morning. No! <laughs> So my present to you, Arthur, is that we are, all of us, about to have the whole of Christmas Day off in Hawaii. Some of us having had the benefit of a dry run. Get rest, you merry gentlemen. Nothing you dismay. Yes, perhaps save the full rendition for tomorrow morning. Thank you, Douglas. Best present ever. Oh, and actually, that's great, because I got an extra present for everyone. The other thing you left off my list, Skip. Hmm? This... Mulled wine. <laughs> How lovely. <laughs> you took my Petrus 05 and you mulled it. Well, not properly. I don't have the stuff, but, you know, I whacked in some fruit juice and some sugar and the rest of the orange Tic Tacs. I just blitzed it in the microwave. It'll be close enough. You. Of course it will be close enough. And it's the thought that counts, isn't it, Douglas? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Arthur. Oh, you're welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually rather good. <laughs>
That was Cabin Pressure by John Finnamore. It starred Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Adam as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnamore as Arthur. It also featured Ben Wilbond as Mr. Aliakin. The producer was David Tyler, and the program was a positive production for BBC Radio 4. Thank <laughs> you.